0: Hello and welcome to the Trinity Podcast with me Rob Burkhead and me Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 Method and for more information about what we do you can go to www.fit40info.com. So today's episode is the third in a new
1: series called Drop Two Dress Sizes During Lockdown and today in part three we're going to go through what to do if you're lacking in motivation. So Sit back and relax and welcome to today's Trinity Podcast.
0: Okay, so we speak to a lot of women who are over 40, I mean all the women that we work with are over 40 and a lot of women are in this situation where they've been trying to lose weight for a while but just not seeing any results from all of the effort they've been putting in. They've maybe been trying things that used to work for them in their 20s or in their 30s and just not seeing that movement on their scales not seeing them their weight coming down and they're stuck in this situation where they're they're not happy with their body they're having to choose what to wear to cover up problem areas instead of the things that they actually like and a lot of them end up wondering like is this just going to be how it is from now on or will I be able to get my weight under control now As we covered in a couple of our previous episodes, usually this lack of results happens because of what's called over 40 weight gain, which is caused by the way that a a person's body and a person's hormones change as they get older and as they head towards the the menopause. And this can make it more difficult to lose weight and easier to gain it. And this is one of the things that we address in in our Fit Over 40 program. But for a lot of women, as well as all of this difficulty in seeing results because of hormones and because of those physical changes to the body, um, they also are struggling with a lack of motivation because that when you're not seeing results and you're trying really hard and you know you're you're putting in the effort but you're not seeing any return for that, it's really really difficult to stay motivated and you can start thinking you know what's the point? Why should I bother if nothing works? And which makes complete sense. And even though like a lot of the women that we that we speak to, they really want to transform their body, they really want to feel confident wearing anything that they like, they feel powerless to do anything about it. So again, not only because, you know, of having those hormones blocking them, but also because they have zero motivation. They just, they just don't know how to get started. They don't know where to get started. They don't know what's going to work anymore. And, you know, they just feel completely stuck. Maybe, maybe you're in a situation right now. Maybe you can relate. Well, solving this problem is actually easier than you might think. And just with, with just kind of a few simple tools that we're going to go through today, you'll be able to figure out First of all, like what's going to work for you to get results? And secondly, how can you double that motivation? How can you boost your motivation so that you can quite easily drop a couple of dress sizes and be in a much better position by the time that we get out of lockdown?
1: And I'll go through, I'm going to go through all of those tools with you in just a second. Well, Ben and I are going to go through them together. But before we get into those tools, I just want you to consider that it's not actually for a lack of wanting it. That people don't have motivation it's not because you don't want it bad enough a lot of people think oh maybe i just don't want it and it's not really the case in in my experience the person who succeeds and the person who fails both actually have the same goals they both want to lose weight or they both want to tone up they both want to flatten their stomach They both have exactly the same goal. The goal is no different between that person who succeeds and we've worked with lots of them and between that person who's failing to do it, who's trying to do it on their own, but they're not seeing any success or they're trying to do it with something that's just not working for them. So it doesn't come down for a lack of wanting. It's not because you don't want it bad enough. It actually just comes down to not having the right tools to overcome the obstacles in the way. So when you come across those obstacles when you're trying to work towards these goals but the weight isn't shifting or the weight's actually even going up as ben said that's when you need the tool there to overcome that to to break that obstacle down and push through it and most people don't have that so what happens is they end up hitting this barrier they end up thinking this isn't working they end up losing motivation and for a lot of people we speak to as ben said we speak to people who um, apply to join our fit over property program every single day we have them on phone consultations and a lot of the people we're speaking to are trying the same things that used to work for them, but they just don't seem to be working anymore. So they're trying things like shape diets. They're trying things like going back to slimming clubs, maybe not during lockdown. I don't know, Ben, if you know if slimming clubs are doing remote meetings. I've got no idea.
0: I haven't, I haven't heard of anyone who's been going to the slimming club type of approach.
1: No, so I don't know what the slimming clubs are doing, but typically a lot of people we speak to have been going to slimming clubs or they've been trying something like a keto diet, a low carb diet, something where they have to eliminate loads of food groups, or maybe they've been going to the gym or to the PT. So they're going to gym classes. Maybe right now they're doing virtual gym classes or they're doing virtual sessions with their PT from home. But the problem with all of this is this is the stuff that used to work or that does work for people in their twenties, in their thirties, where you can just kind of do almost anything and get away with it. But it doesn't really work for the type of women we work with. Not only does it take over their lives, so these things can be really restrictive So they might have to spend ages going to and from a meeting or they might have to spend ages going to and from the gym when they just don't have that time to do it. So they're missing out with that quality time with the family. Then having to cook really complicated food, have to eat separately for the family or they have to give up their favorite foods. And despite all of that effort, so putting all this time and all of that effort in, it just doesn't work anymore. So the scales aren't budging, the weight stays the same or the weight is even continuing to go up despite doing all of these things. And The result of all of that unsurprisingly is a loss of motivation and this is where we people a lot of people we work with are are kind of at they're at this point where they feel trapped like nothing will work no matter what they do whether it's running Mm -hmm. whether it's gym classes they're putting in loads of effort to all of this stuff they just feel like it doesn't work anymore so often what happens is they either keep going but they've lost all hope and they just kind of go because they think it's probably good for their their health or they just stop doing it all together because they just think What's the point? I'm different. My body's different. And a lot of them actually blame themselves for this. And it's, it's kind of something we really don't like to see because we know it's not their fault. And it's simply just that they haven't been given the right tools for the job that they're doing now. And you can think of this kind of like a lot of, I don't know what situation you're in, but I know a lot of men have been panicking about not having their hair cut. I know a lot of women have been speaking to also been panicking about that or being able to get their hair done or hair coloured and not being able to do that during lockdown. And I was saying to Ben, this is kind of like a lot of people when they're trying to do all of these approaches that used to work or work for people in their 20s and 30s, but aren't working now. It's kind of like using the wrong tool for the job it's kind of like if you were going to have to cut your son's hair or your husband's hair or you know just imagine you're going to have to cut someone's hair a lot of people are doing this during lockdown imagine having to do it with those plastic scissors that you used to get at school I don't know if you had them but um I remember having them I think we actually had them at home my mom was quite safety conscious and we had these plastic scissors with a purple handle white um white blades supposedly but they were made of plastic and they were absolutely useless they didn't cut through anything they didn't even cut through paper so can you imagine trying to cut someone's hair with those scissors? Not only would it, would it take really, really long time to get anything done, it probably wouldn't really work at all, but it'd be really, really annoying. So you'd get really frustrated. You'd be trying to cut. I just, this is how I would imagine anyway, cutting through the hair. Nothing's happening. It's not cutting through it. You're taking loads of time. You're just cutting harder and harder, just trying to make that work. And then you probably throw the scissors on the side and think, sod it, I just give up. You're just going to have to live with it. And that's kind of the same situation a lot of people we're working with are doing. They've been trying all these approaches, but nothing seems to be working anymore since they turned 40s, since they in the 40s or 50s. And they've thrown those safety scissors on the side because those scissors are just simply not going to work. No matter how long you try to cut your hair with those safety scissors, you're probably not going to end up with a good haircut. And I know I can't talk. My hair's pretty long right now. Ben's looking a little bit fresher. But what you really need to do, and this is, this is why I've actually gone and um, got the right trimmer for my hair, is you need the right tools. You are going to need like a sharp trim or a set of um, hairdressing scissors and that will easily cut through that hair and easily get the job done. You'll be done in, in next to no time and hopefully do a, you know, an all right job. And the point is, if you have the right tools, things are easy. Like if you have the hairdressing scissors to cut someone's hair, things are easy. So the tools that you're using must be designed to overcome the obstacles in the way of your goals that's really what you've got to take away from this is you need to have the right tools to overcome the obstacle that's now in the way. And the obstacle, if you're in your 40s and 50s, is often completely different, especially if you're a high-achieving woman, you've got a stressful career, you've got a busy family life. Your tools you need are totally different to someone who's in their 20s or 30s, they've got less responsibility and their body is, is still working really, really well. It's their hormones are all you know, functioning like a young person's hormones are and there's no real roadblocks. You can do basically do anything then and it will work. So Ben, let's go into the tools then. What what tools can people use? And, and we actually have a system for this, so I'll let Ben explain. What tools can people use then that are gonna work now that they're over 40?
0: So one of the tools that we use inside our program is, is something that we call the, the F3 formula. And there are kind of three elements to that. So the first element of this is really what you would expect when you join some kind of you know fitness program which would be the fitness side of things so where a lot of programs a lot a lot of plans will literally just focus on you know their aim is just to get you exercising a bit more and to get you eating a bit less and in the hope that you'll see results and as Rob said like if you're younger and you know you could do any any kind of approach that means that you eat a bit less and you exercise a bit more you'll see some results in the mirror however the approach that we take, what we really focus on and, what, and what, what, what's kind of really important when you're over 40 and your hormones start to change is a focusing on with your exercise and with your nutrition, how do you rebalance your hormones, but then also how do you protect your joints at the same time? How do you find something that's actually sustainable that you could stick to long-term? It's not going to cause you to get injured or hurt and have to take some time off. And that's really done through a combination of what you do with exercise, what you do with nutrition, but also what you do with your lifestyle as well so first thing i want to cover is kind of the exercise side of things and how do you how do you kind of go about protecting those joints and doing something that's going to work for you and actually get your results because that's probably one of the one of the most important things and if you want like a full breakdown of what we'd recommend with exercise go back a couple of episodes in the podcast and we covered that in um the like the first first one of this series i think so exercise wise then a lot of a lot of people are trying these kind of brutal high intensity workouts things like HIIT training um which which include burpees which include jumping around which include a lot of like dynamic movement which you know it's fine it burns a lot of calories um it it can be a good way to train if being really dynamic and and being really fast is what you're trying to achieve but in terms of kind of keeping your joints nice and safe especially for some of the some of the women that we work with or most of the women that we work with you know they're they've got a bit more weight going through their joints because they're carrying a bit more weight than they want to. Maybe they've got a few niggling injuries. Usually we see things like knees or lower back or hips or or shoulders. If you're putting loads and loads of force through these things with really high impact training, that can then lead to an injury. And the, the problem with being injured is being injured really kind of puts the brakes on being able to exercise at all. And then At the same time, it also creates problems in the mindset because you're like, I'm injured, I can't exercise. Therefore, a lot of people then jump to, so if I can't exercise, there's probably no point in me focusing on my nutrition either. And then in that situation, that's when you start gaining back loads and loads of weight and being in a situation where you're just having to, you're not moving forwards, you're just kind of making up for lost lost progress. So exercise-wise then, what we recommend instead is something that we call list training which is a way of exercising, which can be done from home with very minimal equipment. It's gentle on the joints. At the same time, it optimizes your hormones and gets, it gets them in the right position for you to, um, to lose weight. And it also is gonna give good results and fast results from a very small input of time. Now, this training, what that stands for is low impact strength training. So if you're thinking, what kind of training should I do? What kind of exercise should I do? Again, check out the previous podcast, but to sum up, some form of strength training or some form of resistance training is going to be the most effective thing if you're over 40 and you're looking to lose weight. Um, The other things to focus on then, the other side of things is the nutrition side of things. So with nutrition, a lot of approaches and a lot of diets and a lot of programs, the way they, well, ultimately, they're all trying to achieve, trying to get you to eat less food. And, you know, there are a number of different ways you can do this. And any approach you see, whether it's keto, cutting out carbs, cutting out fat, sticking to certain points at a slimming group, um, living off diet shakes, all of these different things uh, essentially are just trying to get you to eat less food. Now, when you're trying to to see results and you've got your, your hormones are changing and your hormones are shifting, you've got to be very careful with the amount of food that you, that you put into your body. Because you, obviously if you put too much food in then your, your weight's either gonna go up or it's not gonna come down. You're gonna be stuck if you're eating too much. But then at the same time, if you eat too little, you can also end up in the same position because restricting calories very low can have an impact on your hormones. It can spike hormones like cortisol, which is the stress hormone. And when you've got all of these other hormonal imbalances going on, sometimes we see people who, you know, their calories or what they've been eating has been like up and down and up and down. They've been going to these extremes, doing these extreme approaches. And ultimately, long term, they just they, they end up in exactly the same position. Their weight's gone up and down. They just haven't they haven't been able to move forward and maintain that that those results that they've been able to get. So with nutrition, it's just really important to take a nice, healthy, nice, balanced approach. And the key thing is that you really need to, to make sure that you do is figuring out exactly how many calories or how much food I mean, your body takes your body needs to take in to maintain um, your weight. And then just putting the amount you eat just slightly below that. So just a small percentage below that. Um, do that, combine it with this list training that I said about before, and that's going to be enough to get you results. So the key takeaway is like it doesn't really have to be extreme. It doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to be time consuming. It doesn't have to be really restrictive. It's all about kind of, you know, for example, like let's say, let's say I'm trying to convince a horse to go into a stables I've, I've never done this before, by the way, I have nothing, no idea about horses. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're a horse person and uh, I'm getting this completely wrong, I apologize. But you're trying to get a horse into a stables. You can like what you want to do to, to succeed with that, I would imagine is to gently lead the horse there and give them lots of attention and be nice to them. And then they'll walk into the stables. That's going to be one way of getting them in there. And that's the way that's going to work. Whereas all of these these brutal, difficult approaches, it's like you just come with a, I don't know, a baseball bat, keep smacking the horse, hoping he'll run forward into the stables and get get to where you want to be, but ultimately you're probably gonna get kicked by the horse and it's not gonna work. So taking that really hard, brutal, difficult approach is not gonna work if you're over 40 and you're dealing with these changing hormones. And then the final thing in terms of the fitness thing is just just lifestyle. So one of the questions that we ask people when they think about when they think about signing up to our Fit Over 40 program and working with us and getting some help with this, uh, I always ask people like, what would this need to be like in order for it to be realistic and in order for it to be sustainable for you? So I always ask people, what's going to work for them? Because that's really really important. If somebody says to me, you know, I've got time for three workouts per week and I need to be able to cook dinner with my family every evening, and I'd still like to have the occasional glass of wine at the weekend. If I can create a program for them, which fits around all of those things, they're gonna find it very easy to stick to. They're gonna be able to stick to it for the whole time without it being a real burden on their life. And then they're gonna get results. Whereas if I say to someone, like a lot of these programs, they're just kind of bog standard for everybody. So they'll just say, right, you're gonna exercise five days a week. You're gonna to have to cook separately to your family. You're gonna to have to eat a specific food. And there's no choice and there's no options, no consideration that each person has a different lifestyle and different situation. And the problem with that is when you force somebody into that difficult program to follow, most of the time, they're not going to be able to stick to it. They're not going to be able to see it through. And then ultimately, they're not going to be able to see results. So whatever approach you're looking for, just look for something where it's actually going to take your lifestyle into account. and It's going to fit around how much exercise you can realistically do, the way that you want to eat, um, and ultimately the way that you want to live your life. Yeah, the people you work with, if you're a smart person, you know
1: that, if something is taken over your life, as Ben just said, it's it's not going to be sustainable. And that's a very quick way to lose your motivation, is by going, hang on a second. Surely I can do all this stuff, but if I can't keep going with it, well, one, if it's not going to sit, I'm not going to see results, it's not motivating at all. And then secondly, if I can't keep going with it, what's the point? Because if you can't keep going with something, the results are only ever going to be temporary as well. So as Ben said, it's very important to stay motivated to have something that you think wait I could keep going with this and a lot of the clients we work with I speak to them on the phone every day they say this is this is the first thing I've done that just I could I I could just fit around my life it's easy I can keep doing it so there's two other areas though to the F3 formula that Ben talked about he's talked about the fitness side of things then we have what we call the family and fun side of things and you do have to bear with us slightly on the Fs. We just wanted three Fs, but it does, it does kind of make sense. So the family and fun side of things, what they really mean is how to manage stress and how to fit things around the rest of your life. Because there's no point, again, doing all of this if it robs all the fun from your life. If you can't enjoy a drink, as Ben said, on these nice summer evenings, if you are listening to this when we're recording this live, it was a lovely evening last night. I had a nice... Uh, pink grapefruit gin with a, with a single slimline tonic and if you can't do something like that in the sun then what's the point um because again most people are not gonna be able to stay, sustain that if you can't have something that you really enjoy so it's got to fit around your life it you can't just completely ruin it but also a lot of the clients we work with have extremely stressful lifestyles they're working full-time many of them also have children whether they're grown up or or still at home and they're balancing all of the responsibilities of family life with all the pressure of a uh, um, you know a high pressure job, high high sort of flying career where they're in meetings all day, back to back meetings. Whether that's during lockdown over things like Zoom, like we're on now, or whether that's outside of lockdown, just going from meeting to meeting, traveling nationally or internationally as well, constantly on the go, pushing at work, and then they come home. They've got to also manage the family life. Most approaches that they then try and fit into that just sort of disrupt that stuff They just make it even more stressful so there's like strict rules they've got to add in like here's the keto diet you've got to cut out all carbohydrates now so when you go out to those work functions or meals or you go out with your friends and, and you go out for a nice uh, meal with your family you can't have half of it and then they just think sod it and they give up and that's never ever going to work or what they do is it just adds loads and loads of stress into they've got to get to the gym as Ben said some programs will say you've got to get to the gym five times a week or the personal trainer might say you need to train five times a week the gym classes maybe every day and you feel like you have to go every day and it's just adding so much pressure on and taking so much time up that most of the clients we work with just don't really have That again it's very easy to lose motivation because it's exhausting after a couple of weeks you can't keep it up and the stress from everything else is all just piling up and piling up and piling up so what we do, not only do we help them with an approach that's going to fit around their life, so the minimum amount of time invested to get the maximum results, and if we can do that by balancing our clients' hormones, then it doesn't take that much to get their, them seeing results, a lot less than most people think. Like, I don't know if you find this, Ben, but often when we're, I'm on a sales um, call or consultation, as we call it, then you're on that call, and people will say, oh, what, we say, what's, what's realistic in terms of how much exercise you can fit into their life? And a lot of people feel like they should be saying five or six days a week. And a lot of the time when we say, well, most of our clients are doing two to three times a week, they, they're quite surprised and, and go, oh, I, I thought I'd need to do way more. So it's not about just, as Ben said, beating the horse or whipping the horse to get it to go in the stable. It's about kind of coercing your body into getting the results. So we do that using two different things. One fit in the whole approach around our client's life. So we work with the one-to-one to make sure it is going to be sustainable, it's going to be achievable for them. And then the second thing we do is we use our daily stress shield, which is a very simple daily mindset tool. It takes just five minutes a day and it helps our clients to put their head in the right place every single day, as well as releasing all the stress from the day before or that day. They can do it at the end of the day or the beginning of the day. It helps them to release that stress so that they don't turn to stress eating, stress drinking and making those decisions where you just think I'm so stressed out, sod it, I just need um, a pack of chocolate or sod it, I just need a glass of wine. They're able to make much better decisions, but they're also able to feel motivated every single day by using this tool we call the stress shield. So sh- stress shield, should I say, it's like a tongue twist that one. So they can stay consistent even after a hard day or even after a hard week. So those are the three elements, of the F3 formulas. Ben talked about the fitness, and then there's that family and fun side where we manage stress and make sure it fits around the rest of your life. But there's kind of one thing we do as a sort of umbrella that that sort is the foundation to all of that stuff. So what,
0: what's that Ben? So yeah, one of the I'd say one of the most the key things to our client success and the results we get is is the accountability that, that we give people. So it is really, really difficult to, to do this on your own, to stay motivated by yourself. Is a really, really difficult ta- task, as as like especially if at the same time, you know, you've got a really busy job, you've got a really busy family life, you've got loads of stuff going on, you're trying to fit this fitness stuff in, and it feels like a struggle to begin with. Trying to keep up with that and keep going with that with no motivation, no encouragement is really, really hard. And it's, it's easy to just give up after a long day, or, um you know, if you have a, let's say you go off track for a weekend, it's easy to just say, oh, well, there's no point now. I may as well give up. And, and this is where you have people who, you know, they'll make some progress for a couple of weeks, then they'll go off track for a couple of weeks, then they'll make some progress for a couple of weeks. and They're just kind of, they're always kind of trying to lose weight, but ultimately they're just, they're never getting to the point where they can actually rest or relax or say, right, I'm done. I can actually enjoy this now. Um, and yeah, I mean, with all with a lot of the different approaches that, that people might take, for example, kind of uh, slimming clubs and those type of things, a lot of people also just don't have time to, like, if they wanted to get that accountability from a slimming club or from a PT, they just don't have time to commute. Let's say you have to go half an hour there, spend an hour there and come half an hour back. They don't have time to take two hours out of their week every single week just to go and stand on a set of scales in front of people and have everybody, everybody clap that they lost a pound or whatever it is. So instead of this, we we've got like a really kind of flexible accountability system. So we work with all of our clients one-to-one and I'd recommend like if you want to see the best results, Get an approach where you can work with somebody one to one, where you're not you're not palmed after some support team, or you're just part of a larger group. So we work with our clients one to one. Some of our clients they have the opportunity to have a phone call each week. We monitor what they're doing. We'll chase them up via text and and via emails to make sure they're always on track, make sure they're always seeing results, make sure everything's always working for them, and they're they're happy with how things are going. And by doing this, we basically like all of that time and effort taken to keep someone on track is is the stuff that we're doing in the background so we're keeping our clients on track without them having to you know travel to and from somewhere to get that accountability from a meeting or commuting or traveling to a gym to get that accountability from a PT one-to-one but but only if you go and physically see them so we're kind of in the background always making sure everybody's on track and I think that just it just makes it a lot easier, especially if you know if you're if you've already got a really busy, busy, difficult life with a lot going on, and you don't want to have to think about you know do I need to tweak my calories? Should I be changing my exercise? Um, how am I going to get back on track after this? If you want somebody else to just come in and say, listen, this is what we're going to do. Just don't worry about this. Just do this. Just do this. Just do this. Everything will be fine. It just takes the time and the effort and the stress out of staying on track and out of out of getting the results. So I think that's. That's also really, really helpful for people as well.
1: Yeah, and a lot a lot of our again, a lot of the people we work with have quite high pressure careers and they show up every day. Like whenever I've had a a a proper job, I would say, you know, where you're going into an office or you work for another person. Obviously Ben and I work for ourselves now. But whenever I had a job like that, I've always gone and shown up because there's that accountability there. I know if I don't go to work, my boss is gonna phone me and say, where are you, what are you doing? Or if, even if you run the business, someone's gonna contact you and say, we need your help, where, where are you? So most of the people we work with have that, and that works, they, they, they're never gonna skip going to work. It's not something that they're just gonna go, I'll oh, it, I'm not gonna go this week. Whereas with fitness, a lot of people do end up saying, so I'm not gonna do it this week, just because they don't have any accountability there when we're doing it on our own. and it's, I was speaking to a person on the phone the other day actually about this, and they were saying, isn't it funny or kind of ridiculous that we need this, but we do need this as humans. In our experience, and the results we get with our clients are so much better for the accountability. And our aim isn't that they need it forever; is it's just to give them that support they need to get that weight off, and then we teach them how to sustain it, so that then they can get on with enjoying the rest of their life. They don't have to constantly think about their weight anymore. It's at it's at a good point. And people like Patricia, who we've we worked with two years ago, is still inside of our community. She went from a size fourteen to an eight and sustained it for the last two years, barely with any help from us. But we gave her that accountability and support she needed to get there initially and we have some examples of people we're going to just read out now who've done similar things to that and seen such amazing changes in their life by optimizing the approach for where they are now so they can see progress and then giving themselves the accountability they need on top of that so that not only are they seeing progress but they stick to it so they actually see those long-term changes so why don't we go through a couple of those now so the first one of those is a client that we work with called Callie she's actually um, coming to our stuff full of It's a virtual event now coming to our Unstoppable X virtual event next weekend. And Callie said, I feel like I've lost. I felt like I'd lost who I was after having children. So I felt overwhelmed most of the time that there was too much to do and little motivation to do it. My clothes were getting too tight and I didn't really want to buy a bigger size. My fitness was never a priority, so nothing was done about it. Trinity's given me the support, the tools, and the accountability I needed to make some positive changes in my life. It happened in bite-sized chunks, so I didn't become overwhelmed, but empowered. I love having a support network of other women there to give me advice and encouragement too. So maybe you can relate to that. Callie was in a situation where she just wasn't prioritizing her fitness, and she, was, she brought up her kids, but then she just constantly was feeling overwhelmed with work, and there was too much to do. So what happened afterwards, this is, this is what she said afterwards. So she said, I'm now a much better mum to my kids. I'm less shouty, less stressed. I've started to put my own needs first sometimes instead of my family's. And I've gone from a big size 10 to a comfortable size 8. I'm fitter. I'm stronger. I'm more toned than I've been in 12 years. Trinity is totally unique. and looks at your whole life. And it follows. if followed, it can help you make amazing changes in your life. If you feel like there is more to life and you just can't work out how to get it, Trinity is the place to go. I've signed up to several fitness and weight loss programs and this is the only one I've stuck with and got results from. So that's just one example. That's Callie and you can find out more about the program she followed at fit40info.com. We've got one more example for you. Ben, do you want to read this one out from
0: Naomi? Yeah, so Naomi said this one's a bit of a short one. She basically said after working with her, she said, I feel strong, I feel toned, sexy and confident. I even have abs forming and to someone thinking of joining, I would say do it. It's the best thing I've ever done, having been miserable and depressed about my body for 20 years, this has been life changing. So keep up the amazing work boys, thank you for everything. And yeah, I think it's like the key thing with that one is, you know, she'd been struggling with this for such a long time, 20 years. So, you know, 20 years maybe not seeing the results physically, and then also having that knock-on effect we talked about before, I'm sure that would have been affecting her motivation. She's probably in the situation where she's thinking, how am I ever going to solve this? How am I ever going to turn this around? But like quite easily and quite simply, with, with just with the simple tips and the tools that we've shared in this podcast today, she was able to turn it all around just in a period of, of 12 weeks. So no matter how long you've been struggling with this or how difficult it feels at the moment, um, like there is a way to turn it around. You just need the right approach and you just need the right tools to make that happen. And if you want to find out more about about everything we do and about our Fit Over 40 program and and the program that these ladies have followed, head over to www.fit40info.com and you can grab all of the details there. Okay, so
1: that wraps up today's episode. As Ben said, head over to that address, fit40info.com to find out more. And we'll catch you on next week's episode. So we're here again next Friday for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast. We'll see you then.